This podcast is part of the GWC Network. For more information on it or to check out some of our other awesome podcasts, visit us at galacticwatercooler.com. After the tone, enjoy the show. This is FitSmart Podcast number 27, recorded September 16th, 2012. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, welcome back. Hopefully everyone's had as uh, great a week and uh, some nice weather like we're having here now. Yeah. Yeah. So this is odd because, of course, we recorded a podcast, which you'll never hear. Yes. And it was so, awesome. So we're going to try to do that again. Yeah. Duplicate awesomeness from scratch again. I got to tell you, though, uh, in the meantime, between the <laughs> failed podcast record and today, uh, Audra and I entered and ran our first 10K. Yes, you did. Just just the other day. Yeah, it was yesterday. yesterday. And uh, it, it was interesting. I, I was really... You know, we we signed up for it because we we've actually been doing the 10k distance right almost daily. So nothing new distance wise for you. Yeah, but uh, you know, it seemed like it would be fun to go do an event, and it was at the uh, Arboretum in the Dallas Arboretum. Beautiful place. Oh I yeah, love the Dallas Arboretum. So we are so going. It's the first time I've been there. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. They they've got uh, if I remember right, they've got like some sometimes they do like Friday or Thursday night music nights uh-huh. or something out there, and definitely. Uh, worth getting out because the good news is is if you don't like the band you still got the arboretum to explore so which is awesome yeah. oh man i had no idea audra so, suggested that it looked a lot like it was sort of like balboa park right you know as close as you'd get in texas well and one of the <laughs> one of the interesting things is is um i don't remember what the name of the house but there's the one house kind of all the way in the back right where it's actually where they do the concerts there's the hill mm-hmm. and the, the thing in there it's really nice if you get a chance to go in there um when they first uh, open the Arboretum or they, the land was donated, um, they didn't really necessarily realize it was there. They were told there was another house on there, but you've seen some of the big bamboo that grew around it. Mm-hmm. It was completely hidden by bamboo. Wow. Um, and that's how fast it had grown and everything around there because there's some big stalks of bamboo that they still left in there. But uh, apparently they were told there was a house, but they didn't know where and they had to cut through this bamboo we jungle. lost a house. Yeah. So... Uh, but uh, but anyway, how did how did it go? How'd the run go? Well, it was cool. Uh, we we set uh, our kind of goal with it. We felt like it was sort of like a, a supported morning run. I mean, we sure. run in the morning, <laughs> so like, well, it's like running our morning run, except right. there's water on the course there's, and yeah, people you cheering know. you on, going yeah, yeah. <laughs> so our goals, though, you we feel like you should. All, everybody had said you should have a goal, so we right. did. Uh, our goal was uh, if. Since Audra and I were going to run together, we picked her times. Right. And we said if uh, if she broke one uh, one sixteen, okay, or ran the whole thing, because sometimes that's slower. Yes, actually, you know, the first time you just run all, just all be able to keep yourself moving the whole time. Sure. Right. Either way, we're going to call that a win. Right. And uh, and and even if we don't get that, that's okay. But that would be a total win. Right. On both. Ca- she actually did both of those. Even better. Yeah. <laughs> she ran the whole ten k. Uh, we, we picked a 12 minute pace, good pace to stay with you. Yeah. Actually the way we kind of did this was I, I had my, uh, my Garmin on. So we, we kind of left and, and ran this comfortable pace and she kind of settled in and looked comfortable. And I looked down, we were doing 12, 12 minute mile. Like, okay, right. we're just going to stick with this. We'll, we'll stay there. It's, it's working. So stick with it. Yeah. So we watched it and when we were creeping up, we'd back off a little and just right. held it. And, uh, the, the, the splits were all about the same, uh, a little under, a little over, a little under. You sure. Know. And uh, sure enough, straight through the whole thing, she ran uh, ran a one twelve, 
Excellent. Four minutes off her personal record. That's a huge, huge change. Huge. It was awesome. And, uh, and ran the whole thing. It was interesting, though, because even though we do this almost every day. Right. You know, there were a number of different psychological factors. Oh, definitely. Like, number one, uh, there were, and, and we just happened to have talked about this here and then right. got some great feedback on it all right. right before I went and did this. So exactly. I had it fresh in my mind. <laughs> it's like, it was serendipitous. Everything yeah. just was right at the right time. I'm convinced without our discussion and the responses we got from everyone, I would not have noticed all this and I probably right. would have been caught up in it. Sure. Instead, I caught myself kind of looking for him. I'm like, I wonder how this will feel different. I wonder what's going on. Right. Sure enough. Number one, the course was different. Not so much to be like a, a, a you know, a real nasty thing. There was a hill in it that was pretty <laughs> nasty. But other than that, you know, it, it wasn't that big a deal, except that, you know, the landmarks are different. Right. So it's, you know, like I remember at one point, Audra said, well, how far in are we? And I look and I don't know, like 1.7 miles sure. or something. Somewhere. And, uh, and she's like, where would that be? And and so I thought about it for a minute. I'm like, God, be right about here on a normal course. And right. she's like, aren't we farther than that? You know, <laughs> because there's more stimulus. So it feels oh, kind of like you're, you're going, you should, more is happening, but in reality, you're doing the same thing you always right. do. But you're taking in a lot more because at the course right. you're used to running, you're used to the dog that barks at you when you run by here right. or this and that. But like you say, that more of that stimulus that you're taking in. New path. New path. Lots of people. You know, people around. You got a number on you. Right. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. That, I mean, not that it weighs anymore, but you got a number on you. That number definitely does weigh more. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing is there these people around you. You know, there right. are people constantly going faster and slower than sure. you. And... Uh, you know, it's tempting to latch on to people around you without oh, yeah. thinking, like running a little faster because the guy in front of you is running a little faster right. or, or you know, slowing down because you don't want to figure out how to pass someone. Or or, or just you notice you're, you are passing someone and thinking, oh, crap, I'm running too fast. Right. There, you know, and you look and you go, no, it's the same pace, but I'm running too fast. I'm running right. too fast. So. And it helped because I could look at the Garmin at any point and I could see what my pace was approximately. Right. And I could tell when, man, I really feel like I need to be running faster, but I'm, I'm on my pace. You're on your pace. So why is that? And then I caught myself yeah. and I'm like, ah, I want to follow this guy. You <laughs> right. Know? Right. Or, or I can't stand this dude and I really want to run faster than him. Right. <laughs> you know, or, or whatever. And uh, I, I think there's more to that than I ever thought. I mean, paying attention and having your own direction. Right. Saying, this is what I'm going to do, and I don't care what these other people are going to do. Sure. Uh, this is what we're out to do. Well, and it, and it makes a difference, too, is when you're running your pace. And you said, right. you know, the 12-minute mile pace, you said, okay, this is, this is comfortable. We can do this. If suddenly someone's going, you know, a little bit faster – you may not notice it for the first mile, mile and a half, be like, oh, I got this. But suddenly it, it takes a toll. It does. Yeah. And all of a sudden you're dropping back and then you're actually going, end up going slower right. than what you planned. And it feels worse. Where, right. you know, it's that little bit of, okay, I've got, oh, you know, I've got more energy. I should be running. Oh, wait, I'm only at a 5K and I got 5K more to go. I should have energy left. I shouldn't be dying right here. No uh, kidding. And, uh, and that's where it's good to have that, that pace. And I know we had that, you know, the, the post that we saw on the, uh, on the oh, forum. Yeah. So we had talked about, uh, I had mentioned in a previous podcast that at the end of the hotter than hell, uh, 
bike ride, there were a lot of people that had quit right at the end. Yeah, five miles out, 10 miles out, just Hell, right two. There, two miles out. Yeah, yeah. And, and my uh, friend Carrie, who was riding with me, had speculated that because the course was actually slightly longer right. than, 100, uh, than 100K in ours, or 100 miles 100 as miles. well, they were right. all slightly They were all slightly longer, yep. That that when people's equipment said they were at the hundred k, they were like, "What the hell, you know?" and and, and couldn't continue. And the know? lizard is the finish line. I'm stopping at the lizard, or whatever <laughs> happened to be there, you know? Yeah, and and of course they're not always accurate. Number right. one, the GPS route is is never quite dead on, and number two, uh, maybe the course isn't. It, I mean, you lay courses out on roads. It's right. not necessarily exactly what oh, yeah. you would. It's it's going to be like, well, wait, we need to go another couple miles down and turn. This is a good, you know, safe open Close place enough, to stop. Let's do it's this. One hundred two point three miles, whatever. It's, yeah. it's a hundred miles. Well, in our case, it was like it was a good uh, three or four miles longer, which adds that's a that's a significant sure. chunk. Yeah. If you're not when expecting it's at it. the end, right? yeah. <laughs> at the beginning, it's easy. Just yeah. add the you know, why, why didn't they add the extra on at the beginning instead I don't of the know. end? So <laughs> it's funny about that, right? But uh, then we had two people respond relatively quickly. Uh, one, uh, Eric, a guy who, who builds bikes and, right. and is an avid uh, cyclist of different types. And, uh, and another one, Brian, who is, a uh, who is a, uh, a very experienced triathlete. Right. Uh, in fact, he's getting ready to head to, uh, Kona in October. Excellent. So well, best of luck on yeah, that. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> and, uh, it's exciting watching his training on, on Facebook. I, right. I get a kick out of that. But. The funny thing is, both of them said the same thing, which is, you know, you got you're you're absolutely right. You can't you can get psyched out with this, but but you don't need to think about the finish line or any of that. What you need to do right. is set your goal to doing the right thing that you have determined what you've determined to be the right thing right now. Right. You know, meaning that like when you're running, you're thinking about your stride and you're thinking about your pace and you're thinking about all the things that you plan and staying hydrated and yep. all the thing. same thing on the ride, same thing in the swim, same thing, whatever the hell you're doing. You're am I, is my stroke, right? Is my stride, right? Is my, yeah. you know, my tempo, right? What's, what's going on? Am I taking care of myself? Yep. Am, am I hand, am I eating what I'm supposed to? What's right. happening? And, uh, and, and Brian said as well, and I thought this was interesting that especially on the Ironman he was talking about, if right. you think about the entire event, it's the kiss of death, you know, yep, yep, yeah, you I contemplate the entirety of it. You're like, crap. You're done. You yeah. know? <laughs> uh, I just, I'll just go back to the hotel and yeah, take a nap right this. now. Yeah. Yeah. And on a tiny, you know, on a tiny level, I've been trying to practice this a little bit and I found this is really good advice, you know? Right. Even in certainly in the 10K, uh, which which again should not have been a big deal for us, I found that you know if if you just stayed focused, if I just kept my mind on uh, how am I running, how's my pace, how do I feel, am I right. hydrated, do I need any water, you know, because right. I discovered that I, I often run a, a 10K without water. Without here. water, sure. And sure enough, I mean it's not that long. And man, it was kind of the water stops were really a pain in the ass. And I, I thought I'd rather just blow through them than choke on water. Right. It's like, I don't, it, yeah. yeah, I don't need it. So I'm good. I'll it just was 70 going. degrees too. Yeah. It's it was like, beautiful uh, weather for the run. And, uh, and the 12 minute pace wasn't too bad for me. I mean, right. it's work, but it wasn't killing me. You know? Sure. So anyway, I, things like that. And I just kept thinking about that. Next thing you know, it's clicking by, you know? Right. And sure enough, here we are at the end, and it's it's great. And and maybe it doesn't work that way. Maybe if I had been trying to, I don't know, let's say I'd been trying to do a marathon, which I don't think I could do. Right. At some point, I wouldn't have been able to continue. 
Sure. But it wouldn't have been because I was psyched out. It would have been because it, I just didn't have it in me. You, you know? hadn't, haven't been training for it physically. The body <laughs> yeah. say, we're done. There's a point where yeah. it's a, and, uh, and that was the point of the advice was to eliminate the psych out, you right. know? Well, and, and saying that, you know, the, I don't remember who, which one of them mentioned it, but they were like, if you're thinking of the end, you're actually thinking of stopping or thinking of quitting. Right. So the whole right. time you're thinking of the end, you're thinking of quitting. Yeah. And that, that was kind of a nice little light, light off in my head. And, you know, compare that to, you know, a lot of the, the training when I'm doing and working with you is we're working in a rep range. It doesn't have to be an exact number. So we get to the point where for the build phase, the muscles fail. Fine. That's what we did. We're not thinking, okay, we ha- we get a quit at 15. You know what? If you hit 15, let's go to 20. If you hit eight and you fail, we'll stop at eight. You know, it's 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 a good thing. But the same, you know, it was really, really, you know, good advice, you know, that and it just, you know, really resonated with me was that if you're thinking of the end and getting to it and finally getting to stop the whole race, you're thinking of quitting. And and that makes perfect sense. Let's think about doing. Yeah, exactly. Let's think about actually doing doing what we what we've trained to do. And this works as well uh, for for workouts. Like there have been many times where, especially recently with my schedule being rough and everything, and and fitting in the additional time for the additional cardio, trying to get get trying to sneak all that in in that limited time. It's it's kind of rough. And there are some days where it's just hard to get to the gym, and it's hard to get through the workout. Oh sure. And I found that if I, if I am, again, if I contemplate, I've got to fit this in, how am I going to make this work? Right. It's, it, it's that same zone, yep. that quitting zone. You oh, know? Yeah. Whereas if I think, okay, what I need to do is go find this. And then what I need to do is get out the door. And what I need to do is here. Right. And then I get to the gym, same thing. Instead of thinking, man, I've got six, seven more, eight more exercises on this right. list. God, what a pain in the ass today. <laughs> sure. How many more till I'm done, you know? Yeah, exactly. Instead, I'm thinking, okay, how does this feel? As are my, you know, it's, it's chest here. Are my shoulders in the right place here? Am I right. lifting my right one like I always want to do, damn it? Am I breathing right? Am I resting right? Do I yeah. get the, how does you know, this the feel? Right? When should I stop this? Should I stop now? Or, or can I get one more in without losing the form? Or, right. You know, I want the negative, so I don't want to, I don't want to crap out in the middle of it and not be able to get that. Exactly. How do I feel? You know, and it all just works out. And all of a sudden you're done with that exercise. You go on to the next, the next, and all of a sudden you're What's like, next? Oh, is, that, I'm done. is that free? Should I swap a machine in there so that I can keep working in? Yeah. Next you're kind of like, okay, I've done two sets, but that machine's always taken. I'm going to go jump over there now. I'll come back and do my third set here or, or however, yeah. just because I, you know, I love the pec deck, you know, but dang it. When Jim only has one of them. You sometimes got to just, you know, hey, I'm doing leg extension. You know, I've done two reps. Good. I'm going to go jump on that now. It's open. Fine. I'll throw it in, um, depending on the time of day. But again, you, you like you say, you're focused on what you need to do as opposed to when am I done? Yeah. And the next thing you know, you are done. Right. And not only are you done, but you got more out of it because you spent the whole time thinking about the best thing you could possibly think about to get the most out of what you did. <laughs> right. Exactly. You're focused on your form, your technique, your tempo, you know, and, and just full away. It's just everything. It's just like, awesome. I'm not worried about, okay, I've got an hour to work out. <sighs> you know, it's like, okay, do these reps. Hey, I get a rest now. Oop, rep, rep time, you know, and, and what's the next exercise? And it's, you know, it really is just a nice way to, to look at it, whether it be weightlifting, cardio, um, you know, endurance. And, and I think we kind of, 
without actually stating it in, as quite as eloquently when we were saying, you know, just it's nice to have someone to talk to when you're doing your cardio because then you're not actually thinking about what am I done with cardio? You're just having a conversation. So um, yeah. you're just you're you're focused on it. But it's it again, it's very good advice. Um, and I thank them for definitely for, Indeed, for posting. Yeah, that was that really cool. I really appreciate that. Well, what we really wanted to talk about last time we did talk about, hey, we, it was, what we're going to share with you now we, instead yeah, of each now, other. Yeah. Besides just a conversation between the two of us, everybody can hear it now. Yeah. You know, uh, I hear a lot of people talking about eating and a lot of people talking about uh, about working out or doing uh, various forms of exercise. Right. And I'm always fascinated with how much, how often the focus gets locked on one or the other. Right. Or or a large percentage on one on or the one other. or the other, sure. And I don't think I realized until I quite got the enormity of this right. until recently. How you know, actually, neither one is really the important one. Yeah, neither one's <laughs> most important. Yeah, it's sort of like all of the benefit. If if you want to really be honest about it, all of the benefit comes from. The combination, right? Like it's it's an equation. If you're um, if you're losing weight or gaining weight, or if you're right. trying to accomplish some particular thing, right? It's it's the two together, right? Uh, the easiest to understand is if you're losing or gaining weight because it's literally an equation, you know, right? A plus or a minus that you're looking for, that's in right. Deficit or, or surplus, yeah. You and and you can vary either of those, but. But the truth is, is there's an advantage to be had from manipulating both. Right. Oh, exactly. That is many fold the advantage from manipulating one or the other. Right. If you do just one, the, uh, you know, the results um, typically not as uh, dramatic. You're not going to see the, the changes in not necessarily in, in a bad way, but just not as fast or as um, maybe as, as much as you like, you know, because you get that that balance, you know, like you say, that, that proper equation of the two together, the working out and the eating right, and that gives you your results. And eating right being eating for whatever effect it is that you're looking for. You Very know, much so. That might be. Yeah, because if you're looking to, to add muscle and you're eating at a deficit, that's yeah. not eating right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That suffers a lot of work and no results. And you're like, damn it, I put all that time in and I didn't get anything for it. So, But it was fascinating to me how a lot of the examples that we've mentioned over all you know, the time we've been doing FitSmart have really, uh, have really been variants of this. Like, like for example, one thing that I see a lot and I would never have recognized had you not pointed it out right. over many years, a couple of years <laughs> during this process, I, I think I could have easily fallen. In fact, I did in, in high school when I lost weight, I, I see a lot of people that will lose weight simply by cutting their their food intake significantly. Right, you can do that. Yes, you can. You will lose weight again. It's the equation. You know right. what you burn minus what you eat. You know right. if that number uh, ends up, you know, being positive. Well, let's flip that to make it easier. What you eat minus what you burn. There so you go. Right. If that number ends up negative, then guess what? You know you're going to lose weight. Right. So if you continue with whatever burn you had and you eat significantly less, then guess what? It's you're going to lose weight. Correct. But, you know, we had mentioned in, in a separate podcast what kind of weight, you know, because uh, you hear a lot of people kicking around, well, you lost muscle or you lost fat or you lost all this. And, and it seems really confusing and it gets used a lot as, you know, it's, it's an easy way to try to make it all magic. But, right. 
but it really is possible to get caught in these kind of uh, uh, behind the power curve situations oh. where you're losing muscle to the point where it becomes harder to burn, right? Which means you have to eat less. And the next thing you know, you've you've managed to get to a point by eating dramatically less, but you can't continue that indefinitely. Right. So the minute you return, it comes right back. Right. Because you know? you've, you've basically trained your body to survive on, on that on that on less food on that negative amount of calories, and so in order to do that it's burned off the muscle. So, you know, and it's that magic metabolism word that people throw around. Well, they just naturally have a higher metabolism. And to, I mean, and, and there is something to be said for genetics playing a role in there, but there's a lot more to be said for activity level and the amount of lean body mass you're carrying because of what you're doing. And if you typically at, you know, pick a number 185, carry more lean body mass than you would at 185 at a higher body fat percent and carrying less, the person that even though they're the same weight, they could be the same height, they could have been born on the same day, same hour, everything. The person, say, that's 185 and uh, 14% body fat and someone that's 185 and 30% body fat, um, person that's 14% body fat is going to, quote unquote, have a higher metabolism. Um, and it's not genetic in a sense that that's just what they were born with. It's the fact that they're holding more muscle. So every action they take, more muscle is being used, more calories are being burned. Well, fun example. I again, I don't know everybody, but I know myself. Right. At the end of my second loss phase, I weighed 180 pounds. Right. And I was at 24%. Right. And right now, uh, since I actually had Cowper's on me today, today exactly, uh, I weigh 179 pounds. Yep. Which is functionally the same. It's basically, a pound off, you know. <laughs> within within a couple of pounds of the drink, same. Drink way. a little extra water. You're 180. You're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of Carrie with his, wow, you just spent a hundred bucks on a titanium bolt set. Why don't you just take a dump before you ride? Yeah. <laughs> you know? like, oh yeah. Okay. It's like, you know, it's cheaper, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the, and, but, but I'm, I'm at, uh, you know, 14 inch and change. Right. So, you know, what's interesting is how I feel, what I do can do, right. What I eat yep. now versus then. Sure. It's shocking. A lot different. I weigh within pound, a couple of pounds of the same amount. Right. I, I look different, you know, pretty significantly different. Oh, definitely. The I, definition in the shoulders, the chest, the legs, everything. Yeah, It's weird. I mean, I feel a lot different. I, I definitely can do more. I get to eat a lot more. Exactly. And even in loss phase, I eat more. Right. Now. Which is, you know, that's always a win, too. I yeah, can eat more and lose. Ooh, I like that. If you're a guy like me, that's significant. Because <laughs> if you said, hey, you're going to eat, you know, 1,400 calories the rest of your life, I'd be like, I give up. You're like, what? Yeah, that's... <laughs> and that's <laughs> That sucks. Yeah. That's not, doing not that. That's not the results that I usually want no. most people to get. You <laughs> I know, I don't, I don't know that many people that would would be happy with that, you know. I was lucky you just figured I wouldn't want that and went right. that way. And by the time I figured out, was smart enough to look at it and say, yeah, that is indeed... I'm like, oh, hell yeah. No, no, that's what I want. That's great, you know? Right. But, uh, you know, it can be the same way in other situations, you know? It's it's a matter of defining what you want very specifically and then using that equation to get it. Right. I just, I think a lot of times one or the other of those two gets really undersold and under, oh, you know, sure. just underutilized. Yeah, I mean, and, and oftentimes it's because... It, Again, I would think is a lot of it is because of lack of understanding of one or the other, you know. Um, and you know, again, if you haven't been exercising, 
and you start exercising and change nothing else with your food, you're going to see different results because you've made a change. The, you know, any change to the equation is going to, is going to um, you know, make a change to the results. Um, but again, if you understand more about exercise and less about food, the tendency will be to put more emphasis on exercise. Sure, sure. If you understand more about food or you have somebody that's giving you more advice about food and not as much about exercise, you know, um, my favorite one is when uh, people come in and the, they say, you know, my doctor told me I need to lose weight, so I need to um, eat right and exercise. Like, excellent. That's about as general as you can get. You know, it's like, thanks. So what does that mean? You know, and that's what I'm there for is to help. But um, it I have is some great advice for college. Right. Learn things. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Thanks. Study. OK. Yeah. You know, that that's, you know, I don't even know. I don't even know if it's that specific. That's specific. Okay. <laughs> Just learn. Learn. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's why I'm here. So, you know, again, getting that increasing your knowledge on one or both is just going to help you get better results. Um, and, and to also realize that, again, when there's advice out there, especially when it comes to food, it may or may not apply to you. You may say, no kidding. This is, you know, this is great knowledge. I'm going to apply it differently than how someone else would, you know? Um, and, you know, I, I go back, you know, with my, with my wife. I mean, as much as she loves, you know, cranberries, bananas, um, almonds, she can't have them. She's allergic. Okay. But, you know, outside of some people will say bananas are bad, but cranberries and almonds, most people are going to say pretty good, you know, pretty good things to work in. You got some good fats in the almonds. If you don't eat too many, cranberries are great for you. Um, bananas really, you know, with the potassium, good, good source of quick source of uh, energy if you need it, especially if you're, you're exercising for an extended period of times and endurance wise. However, not good for her because of allergies. So it's going to, going to be, you know, that effect is going to have a different effect on the equation for her, even if they were technically quote unquote, good foods for you. You know, the, I think another kind of interesting point from all this, and it all comes back to this equation, you know, it's one thing to say, these are not, you know, it's not a diet. It's not a temporary thing. You know, this isn't like trying to, to suggest that these are lifestyle changes, not Temporary changes. Right. I'm it's, not going to do this for two weeks and then I'm yeah, good. Yeah, or and even I can stop. a year, you know? Right. And it's one thing to say that, but it's another to actually look at the equation and see why. Right, exactly. You know, like, like as you pointed out, and I, I, I guess we, I, I just don't want this to slide by because it's so, it's easy to miss, you know? Right. So let's say that you are eating, you know, uh, X number of calories and you're burning X number of calories. Well, X equals X. So guess right. what? You're in, you're, you're in this static position, right? right. Uh, but that static position, we're going to say, isn't where you want to be. Right. So you, you like, want to change something. Yeah. You, you want to be smaller. Okay. Well, great. Uh, let's, let's start by reducing, you know, the left side of that equation. You're going to, uh, you're going to eat slightly less. Okay. So you do that and that's great. And you eat less for a while. This is your diet, right? Well, uh, when you get back to a point, uh, as again, if you just move just one, one side, uh, as you get smaller, you actually burn less, which means you have to eat less. So if you return to the old X there, yep. Uh, they're not the same anymore. Correct. You are actually ahead, which means that you're going to move back to a static position. Guess right. what? Where you were. Where you were. Yeah. If and, you're lucky. Yeah. You it, know? And sometimes more. Right. Because you know? um, what, what what happens is be, you can't really separate one from the other. So, yeah. you know, using yeah. the yeah. you're using the X. So you've got 
you know, you know, X and X. So you change, you know, um, eating to, to W. Okay. okay. So we're going to go, you know, it's a you know, little, little bit further. So what it ends up doing is you bring, you know, the, the W, so you're eating less, but instead of the um, exercise portion of it being that, okay, this is the burn portion where I'm at, it actually drops back down. So now instead of X minus X, you have W minus W or Y minus Y or whatever you want to use. So all of a sudden you go, okay, I'm going to add X back in, which is what you were saying is that higher amount, it brings it back up. So you, they, they, they tend to want to balance unless you affect that other one. And so you eat less and work out more. So you've moved one down and one up. So suddenly it's like, okay, I've lost it, the results I've got, but now I'm still at the higher burn level, you know, on the on there. So now when I bring this back up, oh hey, I can still hold these results and actually at that point have more energy and maybe even work out more, which I'm a fan of food, love to eat. So right. anything I can do that helps me to be able to eat more, I like that. Yeah, it's odd. I mean, just to put it on the other side, uh, I, I eat more now. Right. And not just because I'm more, I'm more active overall, though it's kind of hard to separate those. It is. You know, the, the lifestyle change allows a balance that makes more sense to me. Right. It, this is way easier to maintain. Well, and if you, you have know? a, you know, you have a couple hours, you think, ooh, bike ride. Yeah. You have an hour, ooh, go for a run. You know, it's as opposed to, ooh, friends on TV or, you know, or whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. it may be. There's, you know, there's different choices that you make. And you like doing it because you have that energy. It feels good. It feels right. And uh, again, the, the getting that start, like you say, can be the harder part. But once you start making the changes and manipulating it and you see the results and you feel the results, you know, it, it really is a lot easier to keep going. Well, I'm a fan of, of that equation. It makes a lot of sense to me, whether it's, you know, a goal is performance related right. or whether a goal is appearance related or uh, almost anything you, you've got to manipulate that equation. You know, I, I, a fun example, I think, uh, I, and I think I mentioned this on the previous podcast that we didn't, uh, weren't able to, yeah, they didn't the one that yeah. yeah. Which is, uh, I, you know, I went to the Skip Barber School. Right. And uh, this a long time ago, and I, I did a couple of day course and with Formula Fords. It was a lot of fun. But during one of our early lectures, one of the guys, uh, the guy who was lecturing got up and he had a whiteboard and, and he said, this is a corner. And he, you know, he had drawn a corner and, and he said, you know, there's an equation and you can plug in. Uh, you can plug in the, uh, you know, the car's maximum coefficient of friction, you know, right. how it can stick to the road, the, uh, what is it? The coefficient of friction of the surface and, and the car's maximum adhesion and, and the car's weight and blah, 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 and, and all this entry stuff. speed and, and then you, yeah. And corner. all this and, and, uh, the radius of the corner and it will give you the maximum speed at which the car can, can traverse that, that right. corner. He's like, now this this formula works just as well the other way. We can uh, we can put in all of this data and we can put in the speed at which you chose to enter the car. Right. And this formula will define the radius which the car will follow. Right. It, it, He's like, now it will not tell you whether or not there is something solid intersecting that sure. path or whether there is track underneath it. Right. But it will give you the radius if you want yeah, to. Which the car will follow yeah. until it. Until it impacts something solid enough to stop it. Yeah, until know? it finds, you know, hey, it's in the gravel runoff area. There's a wall. There's a tree. 
something yeah. that's like well that but it's following that radius it will he used do to it. joke too he's like you can do this and you'll be just like christopher columbus out there just hoping that there's something you know okay over <laughs> yeah. that next rise yeah he's like but you know christopher columbus he only was going five miles an hour yeah in an ocean <laughs> <laughs> and uh, i always thought that was funny but in, in a lot of ways that's sort of like what happens when you only choose to manipulate one side of that equation right you're just kind of hoping that sure. everything's going to work out. I hope nothing bad happens over right. on that other side, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's it's the same thing, too, is, you know, and we've mentioned this in previous podcasts as well, is that, you know, not to overdo it when you first start, especially with working out or with food. Because if you go in, you know, at 100 miles an hour, you know, to work out into a corner that's good at 60, you know, for starting out, it's going to change. And if, you know, in if your body's not used to it and you try to go too hard in the beginning, it's going to hurt a lot and it's going to make a lot of people want to stop. Um, there's possibility for injury, which will force someone to stop. You know, if you suddenly go, I'm going to change everything I ate completely. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Some people can do it. Um, but as a general rule, look at what you're eating and say, what's the big outliers? What can I take out? You know, like you know, you were saying, you know, is what can I take out that doesn't really affect the flavor? What can I take out that really doesn't matter? And, that has a you know a, a certain cost benefit analysis going on with that is you know I pull out the butter does it really affect it that much you know I yeah. use, you know I mean and flavor wise not really noticing it that much you know and I'm saving you know six grams ten grams of fat I I am a big fan of that I find that not everyone is right but I just I feel like you have to know more about food in order to get in order to eat less yes like the more it's it's so tempting to just think of it as well I'll just not eat or i'll just you know because i don't have to think about that you know the more you invest in this the more you're going to get out of it and like, oh, definitely yeah well, that's how i approach it i'm like okay well what is it i really like about that and i know we've talked about this in other podcasts you know how do you how do you find the stuff that you really care about with the food oh, and, sure. and focus on that and get more of that and get rid of everything that doesn't get you that, you know? Right. You know, and I mean, and, and there'll be times that when it, especially when it comes to flavor, you'll pull something out and go, something's missing. You put it back in and go, that's what was missing. Yeah. Then you want that in there. So you make it work, you know, and it's kind of the, it really is the same with, with exercise. And it's, it's a very simple equation on the top end, you know, eat right, exercise results. But then you go into the eat right. Well, what does that mean for me? What does that mean for you? You know, different things. You know, um, I am very much like you and could eat edamame every night. Love it. You know, loving it. Um, other people might be don't like it. Okay, fine. That's not right for them. You know, so what are you going to do when you break down? You know, the, the, the equation gets a little bit more complex under the eating side. The equation gets a little bit more complex under the working out side. So the basic advice, learn you know, in college, eat right, exercise, you'll get, you know, and you'll, you'll get in better shape, uh, is very basic, but you want to get that breakdown of each one. What can I affect? What's going to be, give me the best bang for my buck. And how do I make that, that work? And that really does come back down to, and it just makes me laugh learning, you know, cause you just yeah. say, go to college and learn, you know, uh, but be aware that there's adaption in both. Yes, you know? there is. Like, like we've talked about it. I think people are kind of aware of it with exercise because it gets a lot more attention there. Right. Like, you know, I'm learning with running. It's all about an adaptation. It's not about pushing yourself harder. There right. are times where you have to push, but it's really about 
about doing the right thing and just waiting for the adaption to happen. And, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, wait, I'm going faster. I'm yeah, it's going, like, how gonna, did that happen? You know, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I've, weird. I've got this. I'm going longer and faster. That's actually really hard for people like me, too, by the way. I'm I'm good at smash against it. Right. <laughs> I'm not so good at do the right thing and wait. Yeah, it's, ooh, I, delayed gratification. Yeah, I think yeah, we've, yeah. we've talked about that, too. Yeah, <laughs> I'm working on it. Yeah. The, uh, but, you know, it also happens with food. Like, I, I eat a pretty weird diet. I think most people, I, I didn't, I don't realize that until I, like, go somewhere. I'm around right. people and they say, and then people kind of look at you funny. Or, They're like, what are you eating? You're like, well, this, doesn't everybody? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, my mother saw what I was eating when I was at home and kept giving me these. Now, admittedly, it was a little weird because that, that particular day I was up there for the bike ride. Right. And I got, like, two 2,000 calories negative and fell asleep and, sure. and had to get up and, like, stuff down a thousand calories and then go to sleep and stuff down <laughs> another thousand. thousand. Yep. So she probably thought I was nuts, but you know, just the things you eat, people look at at school. I, you know, I'll be sitting in class eating a bag of peas, you know, right? Because <laughs> I like peas, you know, hey. they're actually pretty good. I mean, e- what's easy in them? to digest and yeah, exactly. For you yeah. And, yeah, they're easy to digest. I like the flavor. They're they uh, they keep a long time in the yep. bag, That's, so you can travel well. <laughs> exactly. So it's like, why not? You know, it's easy to eat with right. just a plastic spoon in yep. a bag. Uh, but it's weird. Nobody does that, you right. know? So everybody's got, uh, they got you know, Cheetos, Chick- and- yeah, Chick-fil-A and pizza. Right. And I'm sitting there with my bag of peas. Right. I look like a weirdo. And you know what? If you'd have told me on day one that I would enjoy sitting and eating a bag of peas. Right. Well, uh, somebody else is eating pizza. By I just you. said, you're crazy, you know? Right. And you know, you I would have been, been at, that, at yeah. that point. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but it, there, there are these many little steps where, you do something, you make a change, a small change, because it's right and it, it gets you what you want. And and then over time, you kind of adapt to that. And then you make another change and you kind of adapt to that. And right. the next thing you know, a couple of years after many of those changes, you can actually end up in what seems pretty extreme at the start, but doesn't feel extreme at all to me. I mean, these right. are, I, I like peas, you know, this right. is what I like eating right. and, and it works really well for me. So, well, you know, and the, you know? yeah, the, and the other point, you know, if you, if you put that with exercise and, you know, like you say, it tends to get more emphasized with exercise, but if we were to have done the same, you know, workout we did today, you know, <laughs> right, the, right away. Yeah. I don't think I'd ever would have saw you again. You'd, no. have, uh, you'd have been like, no, you would no. have been cursing me out and thinking I was crazy. And, and it wouldn't have been, you wouldn't have been ready for it. It'd have been hard on the joints and everything like that. So it still is, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's still hard on you, but that's, but you, you've accepted yeah. that there's a certain level of, of challenge that you're going to take. Like you said, you even sort of kind of like it after yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah. As my, as my daughter would say, there's a, uh, people like me that like to work out, have a glitch. Yeah, there's there's the workout glitch you're like you're it's just different though. yeah like i like having that glitch me too i worked hard <laughs> yeah i worked that. hard to build that glitch <laughs> but you know when you're talking adaptation of food as well you know it made me flash on uh i went back to visit a friend of mine that had uh, been diagnosed with cancer and he's doing great and and all that but i was back there for about a week visiting him and so basically living you know out of, ho- out of a hotel with a microwave and trying to eat, do my best to eat right but having to eat out a little bit um it's tricky yeah but uh it, because it was a significant overall significant change of how um, how my body um, uh, food it normally got in, I still managed to be able to get the workouts in and keep them going. And I might have actually pushed a little bit harder because I was like, damn it, I'm eating restaurant food. Uh, so I might have pushed a little bit harder. I know about that. Um, but I actually got leaner and actually added a little bit of muscle. Um, but had I kept doing that for two or three weeks, it, you know, the higher fat foods from eating out would have would have taken their toll. So again, by shocking the body and having a little bit of a 
some people might call it a treat. And I mean, it wasn't, you know, hor- it's not like I disliked the taste of the food, but I wouldn't want to eat it for much more in a week the way I had been. Um, to get back to what I you know, was normally eating, it was like, okay, great. And then the body reacted well to it. So again, having those little change ups are effective with food as well as with, uh, uh, as with the workout. Well, I admit, I ate a, I ate a, an oatmeal cookie yesterday. That was probably the first. Been a while. Yeah, yeah I had actually. The only other time was was on the and it was this was was not an accident. Like I decided yesterday, I'm right. like, God, I don't care. You know, I looked at it, it's about 150 calories. Yeah, like, sure. Whatever. You know, right? I'll be fine. I'm not going to die. Yeah, but exactly. But <laughs> I I actually tell myself I could eat that stuff uh, every probably almost every other day if I wanted to. Oh sure. I just don't. You don't want to. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I on the bike ride, I had two sugar cookies. Which were not good, right? Uh, they were crappy, but it's like what was there at one of the stops and when I realized I was fifteen hundred calories yeah. negative. I'm like, yeah, we're gonna eat whatever. So yeah, it's, uh, just pile pile <laughs> yeah. of calories in. We'll burn the sugar off. I mean, exactly. Be, yeah. And uh, but it's funny too. I, I couldn't help but think uh, at after the ten k there was uh, there was free pizza, free beer, right. free cookies. Um, it was nice though. They did have some uh, uh, some bars that were kind of okay. Uh, they had bananas, nice. That no, was good. Yep. Um, but they had all this stuff and, and it's kind of funny because you do this 10k and you think i just did this 10k i burned a billion calories i right. can eat pizza and beer and stuff right. okay funny funny story i had the body bug on uh, i am a 180 pound guy at about 14 14.2 percent as of today as of, as of today which would basically be the same yesterday i am not adapted to running right. very well yet not yet just barely just getting there right, right. so i am betting i'm burning short of those guys doing it in 30 minutes right right like normal people yeah <laughs> i'm betting with the normal people i'm burning a lot of calories relative to oh, a sure. lot of them because uh you know six seven eight hundred nine hundred or yeah, more i depending burned on- uh i burned i want to say i burned 900 and a, and a little change or right, something right. right which is a lot of calories okay sure you know um i didn't burn enough to eat pizza and beer and cookies right. <laughs> you know yeah you're like you i know, mean i could if i wanted to because oh, sure. of all the other things i do too right but i just i just I think it's kind of interesting that there's like this sort of kind of common sense while I burned all these calories. It makes perfect sense if I eat a couple of pieces of pizza, you know, have a beer or two and have a cookie. Right. It's really not that big, big a deal. Right. Actually, it is. Actually, you're net right. positive after all that. After all that, yeah. It's like, I mean, you know, go run another 10K and you'll be good. You know, it's <laughs> exactly. like, all right. So you ran one, eat the pizza and beer and a few cookies, go run again. All right. Now we're we're, we're in a good, good zone at that point. I mean, seriously, you could very easily with two pieces of pizza, a beer and a cookie, you could very easily take in more than you burned. Yep. You could, you could easily the, get, you know, 11 1200 calories yeah. with that more than you burned on yep. the route yeah and all of a sudden thinking well i did good i got out i ran i exercised and yes you did but again going back to the equation exactly working just one side of the equation and and oftentimes that will happen is well i'm working out that means i can eat more well depending possibly. on what you're you know possibly depending on what the goals are and what results you're looking for um also possibly even if you, i mean if you're looking to uh lose weight and you are burning a significant amount more with exercise, you could probably bump up a little bit and still be at a negative and and, uh, uh, and get the results that you want. Um, but again, you have to look at both parts of that, yeah. of that equation. If you have that equation in mind, you can make those decisions logically. Right. You know, Audrey will do that. She'll look at it and say, well, I want to, uh, you know, I want to eat a little more today. I still want a 500 calorie deficit. So uh, I want to eat 300 more calories. I'm going to go work out 300. I'm going to go, 
you know, run, right. burn three or 400 calories and uh, I can eat that. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's true. Right. Uh, with the equation in mind, this incidentally is why uh, devices like the body bug, like the, like the uh, Fitbit right. or any of the, any tracker. Like these can be so incredibly valuable. Right. Because anything you can do to get a grip on that number is right. going to, even if it's relative over a period of time, is going to let you dial it in yep. and and make a hell of a lot more smart decisions. Not only that, if you're able to desensitize yourself enough to look at the data, right. which is a big deal. That is a big one right there. But yes. if you can, it will also help add data points to make sense out of things so that those ugly moments where you go into the gym and and those measurements don't make sense. Hey, again, I'll give a great example. So I'm going to build face. I've been busting my ass. We're talking 15 to 20 hours a week. Yeah, working hard. Yeah. Burning, burning calories, yeah. biking, running, eating lifting. like mad. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm eating a lot of food right. to make this work out, right? After all that, two weeks, you know what my measurements were? As you do, because you took Dead. them. Identical. Identical. Exactly. My weight was exactly the same, fat percentage exactly the same. Now, admittedly, you know, I first of all, I realize, hey, things happen. Right. You know, it can be off as much as a couple of pounds. I'm not going to worry too much. The other thing, though, is that uh, actually it's identical to the week before, which is also interesting. Um but beyond that, like we, the circumference measurements changed slightly. Yeah, we had a drop in the waist, which was nice to always see. But interestingly, the first thing that clicked in my head, and I was kind of happy about this over over two and two almost two and a half years of looking right. at these, my first thought was this is all consistent with I ran a slight deficit. Right. I, I did not run a surplus that I thought I was running. Right. Exactly. I, I either ran like even or a slight, slight deficit. Yeah. Because what I ended up doing was losing a small amount of fat, putting on a small amount of muscle. Right. And as shown by the waist getting smaller, which right. is a giveaway for that. Right. You know, with me especially. Yep. And know? again, and that's one nice thing about kind of go, you know, digressing just slightly. We'll get right back to it. No, is it's by cool. doing the data collection as often as possible is you learn how your body reacts. Yeah, because, we get a crap load of data points, yeah. you know? And because some people, they'll, they'll lose body fat evenly. Um, a lot of people will lose it top to bottom. You know, the top and bottom loses first, and the last place it goes right around the center. Um, and so, the more data points you have, finding out okay, where am I losing it? Is it you know dispersed um, evenly, or is it you know in a specific area that's going to be last? Helps you to then realize, go okay, if I lost it around the waist, oh yeah, that means it's no. a good. Th- I mean, that's you I know, probably lost more elsewhere. Yeah, where it's not being it's measured. Just, <laughs> it's just not being measured right now because that that would would happen. But sorry, and then you know, no, just no, I'm just that saying, going going right back to the that point, point being that having all this very data, all, all this data you can kind of look around and say hmm why did that happen right and and you can get a grip on it and then you can come away from that with some kind of real plan from it instead of like well we'll wait and see you know which is kind of what you do if you have weight right you're like well i stayed the same i don't know what happened right i'll just stick with it stick with it and then the next two weeks or week out you're like it's still the same still the same you know if you don't give up if you don't give up yeah (laughs) exactly you know and you know the the other nice thing about having the data and uh you know you mentioned otter does this my daughter does this too is um you know she's looking at uh, the burn throughout the day and uh she's going you know i really want my you know my my ice cream bar tonight or i want the you want popcorn i want my you know 100 cal you know 100 calorie bag of kettle corn for the night she's like can we do a little bit longer walk you know, um, you know, it's like if we do maybe a four or five mile walk tonight, I can get a little bit more. And it's it's nice. I mean, for one, I'm spending time with her and I get a walk and I love that. Uh, but it's it's nice also to see that she has that grip on 
if I do this, you know, the, the, the balance of the two, I can move both sides of it or I can manipulate both sides of the, of the equation. And, uh, and it really works out because then you're like, okay, is it really worth the extra, you know, going instead of a three mile walk, doing a five mile walk or a six mile walk to have that, you know, that extra, extra little bit of food. Well, Often tonight yes. <laughs> it is, you know, um, it's nice, it's for you know, me. especially right now at the temperature we're having at night, beautiful walk. We can go out for an hour, hour and a half walking around be like, we're good. You know, now we can have, you can have more. And it's just, it's just one of those ones that you, when you have the understanding and you have the data and you know what it's, how it's going to affect the equation, you can plug that in and make those adjustments um, really and make them on the fly, which is a really nice thing to do because life change, it throws curveballs at you. You've, you've got to be able to, you know, even if you don't hit them out of the park, at least foul them off and uh, get them to get them to throw you the right pitch. Not to mention, most importantly, if you develop that skill, that going forward will get you what you want. You oh, know, definitely. It will prevent you from falling into a situation where you you worked out a bunch and and you didn't change your eating. And the minute you stopped working out, you went right back to the set point. Yep. The minute you, you ate less and you saved, you know, you lost some weight and everything. But then the minute you, you went back to where you were eating, which should be the same, you know, should hold right. you in stasis. It doesn't. Right. And it drives you slowly back up to a point. And that's assuming that you don't like me or everybody else kind of does get discouraged. And let's face it, I still have to be very careful with food issues. Oh, it was sure. like, uh, like uh, someone I talked to the other day was saying, oh, you know, the way you just get this done is you just do this. You know, you don't eat dinner until you do this. And I'm like, yeah, I don't do that. Ooh, no. Oh. Well, not only that, not only from, you know, the, the gain standpoint, right. I actually had to tell myself a long time back that food is not a reward or a punishment. Ever. Right. Yeah, ever. definitely. It's not. Food is something that I have to be very careful with because I have problems with it. If I right. let myself, I will fall into a place where I treat it like it things that it's not. You right. Know? Well, and that is the scary part about using food as either a reward or punishment is like, you know, I mean, if, if you're saying, okay, I want to, you know, you know, go with the 15 pound drop. And when I do that, I can go to cheesecake factory and have this great, you know, cake. Yeah. That's not okay. Work. Doesn't, you it's know, not because you just ate that once right. you could eat, you could you, eat you, badly you, once and it's not yeah, going to kill you. Exactly. But the fact that you're still thinking of it that way, right. And I, I, I mean, I shouldn't say you. For me, I can right. say clearly for me, if I let myself think that way, it will destroy me. Well, because it's in the way I see it is that's basically saying you can't have this ever until now. Yeah. And and for me, going you know, you know, speaking from personal experience and experiments I've done on myself with food, um, when I tell myself I can't have something, I want it. Yeah. You know, well, and it's yeah. just, I got to have, if I tell myself I can, you know, um, Okay. I just don't really want it. You know, I mean, if we go out to go out to eat, you know, took Marsha uh, for her birthday, we went to the Cheesecake Factory. It's kind of, you know, she's enjoys, you know, enjoy the ambiance, the food and everything yeah, that's there. Sure. And at the end of dinner, hadn't really decided whether we were going to get dessert or not. But it was like, you know what? Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. No, it wasn't a, we're going there and we have to have to have dessert and didn't really have cheesecake. We actually had, I think they're triple chocolate cake or something like that, which is Hell really good. Yes. You know, I mean, you know, extra like chocolate that. upon chocolate. Yeah, so I would do that if I was going to eat. A, yeah. Yeah. But again, it wasn't one of those ones where we're going to go there and have that, you know, it's going to be specific and that's the only time we can have it. It was, 
well, do you want cake? I'm like, yeah, kind of. Do you? Yeah. Okay, great. Let's split one, you know? And so, you know, the three of us split one and, um, and enjoyed it. And, you know, each of us had our certain favorite parts of the cake, which is good because all three were slightly different. So we each got a, you know, a little bit more of each part, but it wasn't a, uh, again, not so much a reward as a, you know, we're here and it sounds good. You know, and that's what I want to have. Um, and it's so you're not limiting yourself. You're not rewarding yourself. You're going, oh, hey, if I go do a 10K this morning, I can, you know, I can have a Pop-Tart for breakfast. Oh, I could only finish, you know, 5K. I can't have the Pop-Tart. All of a sudden it's like, uh, guess what? Here's the carrot. Here's the carrot. Here's the carrot. No, you get nothing. Oh. Also, it's it's just uh, it's a short route from there to uh, to punishing yourself because you ate badly. By eating worse? Or at first you think, well, I ate a little too much, so I'll go work out and I'll make up for it on, oh, it hurts. And the next thing you know, you're you're out punishing yourself for eating, which right. is dumb. Not not and good either. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad news. I'm not saying that you're bad if you've fallen into that, because I certainly have and probably right. could again easily. Oh, sure. But it's it's a bad thing. You know, it's it's much worse than the eating or the or the, the problems of comfort or anything else, you know, right. and, and the same thing with, uh, Hey, it's a, you know, it's a great, I did this great thing. I'm going to reward myself with food. There's a difference. Incidentally, that seems to convert in a healthy world. Uh, and by healthy world, I mean the state when I can hold my mind in a, uh, what I think is a healthy mental state, right, right. uh, it, it translates to, Hey, I want to eat this. Okay. Well, the equations like this, I want these results. So cool. I'll just balance it over here like that. You're not earning it as a reward. You're right. just balancing the equation. Yeah. It's, it's a different you know? thing, different thing to say. And, and, I want to eat a little more. I'll run a little. Okay. Yeah. It's not even a, cause it's it's not even necessarily the order you do it in, but it really is the thought process that goes exactly. behind it. And well said. you know what? I really want to have a blueberry pop tart, but of course I know I'm not going to eat just one because there's two in a packet. So I'm going to eat them both. So that's 400 calories right there. I really want it. So how do I make that work in today's, you know, with today's burn to make it happen? And then I, and then I balance it as opposed to, Oh, I just ran a 10 K. I'm going to reward myself with two blueberry pop tarts. It's it's just a it, yeah. it's the exact maybe one is healthy, one, one is not, right. and that's all there is to it. You and you're know? doing the exact same thing. I may go out and say, okay, if I run a 10k and burn you know 800 calories, 600 calories, I get that. Plus, I have a little bit extra. I'm good. What the hell? But it's the right. It's really just the point of view. It's um, you know, in, in Star exactly. Wars, you know, the uh, well, a lot of you know, that's just oh, a different God. point of view. You know, oh, I hate that. You know, oh. it's well, the Jedi. You know, a lot of beliefs of the Jedi is just how you your point of view. They're so. not lies. <laughs> They're not from a certain point of view. Yeah, exactly. Just oh, God. move around. So, but sorry, go geeked out on you. As stars, by so. the way, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, I'm not telling you anything you need to know to make all this work out. Right. I, it's, <laughs> Anyway, so but it, but again, it really does. Um, I think it, it because mentally it allows it gives you that balance of if not reward and punishment so much as balancing the equation. Yeah, balance the equation. Positive choices. I'm I want this. How do I make that work in in today's equation? Perfect. I'm good. I may not. I may want it again tomorrow. How do I make it work in tomorrow's equation? I want this appearance result. I want this performance result. Right. How do I work the equation to get what I want? Exactly. And and by doing that is you're you're taking a, really taking the, a lot of the emotional um, baggage out of it. You're taking the emotional ups and downs out of it. And not to say you don't want to be passionate about it, but when you when you let your emotions rule without putting them in check, sometimes that's dangerous. Could be very dangerous because they can run amok. At least mine can, I know. I know mine can too. 
We should probably wrap up. Anything you want to add here at the end? No, um, I think that's good. Just you know, figure out your equation, figure out you know what your results want to do and how to get there, and you'll be successful. Indeed. We'll see you next week. From everyone here at FitSmart and GWC, thanks for listening. If you have a question for us or you just have something to add to our discussion, we'd love to hear from you. You can give us a call at 214-296-9229. Just follow the instructions there to leave us a voicemail for inclusion in a future podcast. You can find more FitSmart and some of the friendliest people and fitness geeks around on the GWC website and forum at galacticwatercooler.com. Don't miss the Wolverines Fitness Forum. And don't forget, financial support from listeners like you keeps FitSmart and all GWC podcasts on the net each week. To find out how to donate, visit galacticwatercooler.com slash donate. We do our best to provide you accurate and valuable information on the FitSmart podcast. But to make personal fitness decisions, you need information tailored specifically to your unique health and life situation. So talk to your doctor or other health professionals before changing your eating or activity. Finally, the opinions expressed here are solely those of the hosts and do not represent those of the podcast network or the host's employers. Thank you.